Welcome to How to Get Laid on Tinder for Men, where we explore sex, dating, communication, and everything in between. Here's to more adventures, fun, and great sex. What men need to know about women. Carmen, there's some fun ones and there's some serious ones. Yes, there are. Shall I kick it off? Sure. When we want some of your fries, guys, from Macca's, just give us the fries. We don't want a a whole fries to ourselves. (laughs) Even if we end up eating almost all of the whole fries, we don't want to be seen to be buying the whole fries. (laughs) Yeah. I saw this comedian recently and he's like, you know, um, is like I'm just gonna I buy it for her anyway, and then she gets annoyed with me because I bought it. She just but but she wants to steal mine. Um, what do you reckon the psychology behind it is? Oh, I think you know we we often want to look after you know our weight and make sure that we're eating healthy, and so you know to be buying a whole thing of fries for ourselves is you know in in contradiction to that. Uh, in clear contradiction, whereas, you know, maybe eating half of someone else's might be like a sneaky way and we might be able to fool our brains into thinking we're not actually eating all those fries after all. Yeah, and I don't want to miss out. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I don't have a bloke at the moment to, to, you know, steal his fries from, but I do have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so what do you need to know about women? They just want a couple of fries, guys. The next thing you need to know about women is we want to be noticed for our beauty, yes. right? Most of us do want to be seen as be, being beautiful, but not just that. So we want to be seen for our other qualities as well. Yes. So, so we want to, be, you know, we want to be seen as, um, you know, what's important to different women. Obviously, it might be that they're a good mother or they're organised or they're fun, or they're adventurous, or in Carmen's case, that she's strong. Yeah, so if you see photos of me on my dating app, like, you can tell me I'm beautiful, that's fine, but, like, say something else, like, you know, maybe, oh, you seem like an adventurous person, or, geez, you're strong, or, um, you know, you, you do a lot of activities, or, like, something, like, something other than, you know, giving me a general blanket statement that you probably give to every other woman you match with. Yeah, and even, yeah, because it makes you stand out and it makes mm. you know that they're particularly talking about you. Yes. And then the other thing is that um, it's something that, um, yeah, we just want we want to be seen. Mm. And so it's a tricky one. So, guys, if you can do both, if you can, you know, you can comment on the beauty occasionally or say you look gorgeous, but just back it up with some substance. And this is even if you're just having casual sex with someone, the woman still wants to be seen for something other than her physical beauty as well. Yeah. I mean, as you go, as you know, you know, my lover of seven years, um, I, we hardly even talk, but I want to be seen as, you know, for more. Mm. Yes. Um, So, so very, very important to we want to be noticed for beauty but seen for other qualities. The next thing that I think you guys need to know about us is that no matter how strong or capable we are, um, I think we appreciate a man who, you know, someone who has your back, 
um, you know, is supportive, but also can wrap their arms around you. Yes. And, and I think if this is one thing that I'm probably missing. So I often think about my life and I'm like, oh, I've got a really good life, business and kids and friends and um, sex and fun and adventure. But the one thing, if, I, if there's one thing that I was missing, it's to have this guy who I care about and he cares about me, like wrap his arms around me and tell me everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like that's the one thing I don't have. Yeah. It's a and tricky one, isn't it? it like it's really I'm, important. Even though I'm super strong, like that's one thing that I still want. Yeah, yeah. I remember years ago when I was going out with um, my physio. No, he wasn't my physio. He was <laughs> my physio. <laughs> and I, we lived in the country and he was a block away. And in the morning, I was back in my teaching days. And every morning when I was feeling a bit vulnerable, it was probably because I was hungover actually, but anyway, that's another <laughs> story, uh, too much drinking back then, I would ring him and he would come around before work, we'd stand on the doorstep and he would wrap his arms around me so tightly and make me feel so supported. And it was like all the tension would just dissipate. Yeah. So, guys, wrap your, around, your arms around your woman um, and make her feel supported when you can. Um, and that brings, you know, the what about the other part? Because that's the physical part. Now let's talk about having somebody's back. What do you reckon that looks like, Carmen? Can you think of a guy that really had your back? Um, like I've got an ex-partner who has my back practically. So if I need my um something fixed in the house or I need to be driven somewhere or whatever um he would practically support me and so um when we're no longer seeing each other but he's there practically um I'd say you'd have my back um uh like emotionally as so so like there's different types of having having someone's back yeah yeah, but I remember when. Remember when you were in a relationship and you were feeling a bit vulnerable, you're a bit frightened of that guy. Yes. And your ex partner had you back then, didn't he? He would have come yes. and got you. Yes. Yeah. So that's the practical support. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Like he would have rescued you from the situation, yeah, but not given you emotional support. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it is. It is different where it's. Um, where you feel it, where having your back in a physical sense, like, you know, doing practical things for people, like fixing their light or, you know, picking up a child or whatever it is, and the emotional having your back. I remember years ago, Carmen, I, um, again, was with physio and we were out, it was a group of us. He used to hang around with his group of friends that I really tried to infiltrate and be part, be seen by them and they never did. But that's, you know, just the way it was at the time. And we're sitting around having a few drinks um, and I was disagreeing with one of the guys. Yes. You know, there was probably six of us sitting around. And I remember in that moment, it was sort of the start of the downfall of the relationship really because I just I felt like um, he just didn't have my back. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily, he didn't have to agree with me but I don't know, but just shows some semblance of support. Like someone who's on your side, even when you're wrong. Like, 
like you like you and I you'll often say to me that you don't agree with something I'm thinking or said or whatever but I still feel like you're on my side yeah like does that make sense like you might not be supporting exactly what I'm doing or want to do you'll call me on things but like you're there on my side I feel yeah yeah and maybe that's what it was I've never really you know had it articulated like that so because I didn't want him to agree with me that wasn't about agreement yes it it was about feeling the overall support yeah and I think what happened was as a relationship started heading south that became more apparent and and it became more real because I remember in the beginning when we started going out and I was, you know, at the pub partying and playing pool with my, you know, my work colleagues and he'd turn up and they'd say, oh, you know, Pound is, you know, she's a card or she's something. And then he'd go, well, what is she saying now? Oh, 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 oh. And that was a form of having my back of um, being on my side. Yes. Even if I was a bit out there. Yeah. In my opinions or in how I was behaving. But as the relationship deteriorated, I think that having having my back was not there anymore. Yeah. So I think it is a really important thing that women look for and desire. Yes. I mean, we know some women who are in relationships where they feel that this person's got their back um, and, and it's not ideal in other ways. Like there's not even a sexual component of the relationship. So they're willing to forego some things that, you know, I think are essential because they've found this man who has their back in other ways. Yeah. So it's not straightforward. None of this is. I mean, humans aren't straightforward. But if there is a way that you can, you know, have a woman's back, uh, physically and emotionally and practically, then um, I think it's a good thing. Hmm. Um, and the next one that I've I've thought about around what men might need to know about women is we don't appreciate pushovers. Yeah. So, what what do I mean by this? I mean, guys who act like puppy dogs. Yeah. I don't know if that's too harsh. Maybe it's just too harsh way of saying it, but it's like um, you want an you want an equal. You want to. Um, most women want strength, and so uh, so someone who's strong will have an opinion. And it's not about the small stuff. It's not about standing up against a woman for every little, you know, thing and arguing, but it's about taking a stand about what you believe in and having values. Yeah. And so, so if an she's example. sorry? Give me an example. Um so just say she wants to um push the kids to do a whole lot of homework or something. Mm. And they have to do three hours a night. And you you oppose that and think like, no, we need to discuss this. This is just too much. It's too full on. They're not coping. And and like standing your ground on it and then having, you know, and then having to come to a mutual agreement over over that particular thing that you really feel strongly about. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, you know, that's an example of a married couple, but it's but it's just um, standing up for what you believe in. Yes. 
Yeah, I, I find strength attractive. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, it's not, you know, sweating the small stuff, but, you know, stand by your values. And I think women really appreciate that and find that attractive. Um, and the next one I think is to do with strength as well is that we want you to take the lead. Yeah. So research has been done. A friend of mine who's dean is a law dean at one of the Melbourne universities um, did research a few years ago on the distribution of uh, the coordination in relationships. So yeah. I think they've mentioned this before, Carmen. It's not the the tasks, it's the coordination of the tasks. Yes. And women nearly do this 100%. So yeah. we really appreciate when men can take that over. Yeah. And so we call it that the cognitive load. So even if someone um, is, you know, it sounds like it's not a big deal to do an, a food order to be delivered, but you need to think about what you need um, and, and what you need to order. And so this is even something that I'm teaching my son um, early on to, to um, like he he does the food order. He works out what we're going to eat. He works out what we need to order. He organizes for it to be delivered. And I've shared with him how valuable it is for me to him, for him to do that thinking, so um, so that I don't have to. So uh, I'm you know I'm sharing with him how to share the cognitive load within the household um, already. Yeah, I think that's amazing. That's a really good example. Oh, as you know, I went to Sydney recently for um, the um, Gay Pride March across Sydney Harbour Bridge and I thought it was a great opportunity to take the kids. And we were there for three days and so we had to coordinate what we were doing and we all wanted to do different things. Yes. And there was this hop-on, hop-off bus. My daughter wanted to do galleries. My my son wanted to see this amazing shopping centre that had, um, you know, greenery coming down the whole building and and then I wanted to see all the, you know, the um, the gay festival, et cetera. Mm. And um, it was exhausting for me to organise all those things. Yes. And so what I was thinking when I was there, I was in the hotel room and I'm thinking, um, oh, if I had a partner, this would be so good because, you know, we could discuss it and, you know, we could, you know, he could do some of the coordination. Mm. And then the next second I went back into my brain and went, oh, no, no, it wouldn't. They wouldn't be coordinating it. <laughs> because when I went onto that hop-on, hop-off bus, who was the one with the map? Who was the one coordinating when I looked at couples? It was all the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just an example of men not taking the load off anymore, like any more than they did years ago. So yeah. years ago, my mum would have the load of the kids and the shopping and my dad would have the load of working three jobs to support nine kids. Yes. But as we've evolved over time, this aspect has not evolved. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah go on. This might be an example that doesn't work for everyone, but I was in a relationship um, and he'd, he'd go, oh, I'm picking up at this time, taking up at this time. And, and he, um, he was a chef, so he knew all the places to go and he'd take me to nice places. And then he'd say, do you want me to order for us? And I'd be like, great. So I didn't even look at the menu. He just ordered delicious food. And, like, this was like the – I just really liked it. Oh, I, I had a guy like that too. I loved it. 
Yeah. I'll never forget the, you know, one of the first dates we went on is like, I'm picking you up at this time. We're going to the Tivoli to the movies. It's a really great French movie. Uh, and then we'll go out to dinner after. How does that sound? I'm like, yes, please. I am in and you are getting laid tonight. <laughs> so if you take the lead, I reckon you get more blowjobs if you take the lead too, guys. Seriously. <laughs> if you take the mental load off, her lips will be around your cock in no time. No guarantees, Ben, but, you know. I know, I know. I'm being silly, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> Guys think that it's like they wonder how they can get more, you know, more good stuff that they like in the bedroom. And I reckon if you um, help her in other ways, like taking the lead and taking the mental load off, that's a really good start. Yeah. Uh, the next one, we're not asking for much, are we, Carmen? <laughs> Um, is appreciate our bodies. Mm. So there's been this thing going on for many years now with the uh, the media, used to be the magazines and now it's social media around, you know, us looking at other women's bodies and comparing and judging that we've got a bit of, you know, a stomach or a bit of overhang or, uh, you know, hips sticking out or boobs that are a bit saggy whatever it is whatever insecurities that women have that's caused a lot by you know what we're pummeled with every day um if you can I'm not saying you've got to solve this problem but if you could appreciate our bodies and like genuinely touch us in you know and say nice things I think it's a really great thing yeah, and, and it's not just um, pussies, vaginas and, you know, well, they're the same thing and, and boobs. Like, touch other parts, you know. Um, uh, there's one lover of mine that comes into mine and he touches, like, my whole body. Like, he just loves it and I love that he loves it. Yeah. I once had sex with this guy. Um, contacted me recently uh, about his career, actually. That's another story. But um, And so... He was one where I went over and we chatted for hours and I really like him. He's a really nice guy and we had sex. Um, and he, his penis isn't that big and he's a bit overweight. Um, but I find him really attractive and he touched me everywhere. Like he really appreciated my body. And mm. so I ended up having an amazing sexual experience with him. Yes. Where on paper you'd go, oh, well, he's not, you know, traditionally, you know, you know, great body, not traditionally whatever, but it didn't matter at all. It was, you know, uh, like it was amazing. So because mm. um, he just appreciated every bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene, well, I don't I know. What was you behind done? the knee, Maureen? Behind your knee. Yeah, and it's only happened once and it hasn't happened again. But I'm just, it just like blew my mind. What happened? He kissed me behind my knee. Mm, wow. Love it. <laughs> and you know what else? Um, You know, the, there's an old movie called Shirley Valentine. Yeah. Where she um, is unhappy in a, you know, loveless marriage and goes off to Greece. And then she gets um, 
seduced by this amazing Greek lover on the and there's a scene on the boat and throughout the scene the film she looks at the camera and yeah. says things anyway on the boat this beautiful lover kisses her on her stretch marks mm. on her on her hips yeah. or her thighs or wherever and he's going oh these are so beautiful um and she looks at the camera and says oh he's, isn't he full of shit right and I remember thinking at the time and, and, and since that even though part of her was thinking it was full of shit, part of her really liked it. It was playful um, and it was sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we really, I think, love it when you appreciate our bodies. Yeah. Um, what else do men need to know about women? Another thing is uh, we've heard this you know, people say it a lot, but sometimes we just want to be listened to and we just want to vent. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm a natural let's get into solution mode person, so I struggle with this one too um, to all the men listening. Um, like if you're going to complain, let's just find a solution and move on. Uh, but even I sometimes just want to like let vent and share you know what's going on without a solution you know being thrust into my face yeah and um I just had really weird imagery about what solution was being thrust into your face (laughs) Carmen um yeah uh and that, that the problem is with women is sometimes they're venting about you to you mm that's a really tough one I reckon yeah because even you say to me Carmen um, it's really hard for me. I'm human. It's really hard for me not to react, or it's very hard for me to be supportive when you're venting to me about me. <laughs> yeah. But then you also say, "I don't know what you mean. You've got to tell me when it happens." Yes. Yeah. So it's that fine, the fine line. So, what advice have you got for guys around a woman? Because you, you receive that from me where I'm venting to you about you. Yeah. I think you just need to have a few um, phrases that you pull out. Um, so I love formulas. So, uh, you know, thanks for sharing, you know, that it's not, not my ideal that you feel that way. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I really admire you and respect you. And just have like a few things and you just sort of like let them talk, give them space and then throw in one of those lines and then give them more space and then throw in another one of the lines and sort of rinse and repeat until they've exhausted themselves out. Yeah, and they feel heard. Does it work for you, Maureen, when I yeah, do it? it does. I, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a formula. Like, you just come on, just like, and, and you just got to take a deep breath and go, okay. It's what are those lines again? They were really good. Big pardon? Can you tell the tell the guys the lines again? There were three that were really good. You just oh, said, I just made them up then. It's like, um, oh, thanks for sharing. Uh, it's not my ideal that you feel that way. Yes. You know, I really my own respect you. Um, yeah. And You're but, like, give them space in between all the like. Don't don't use them all at once. Just like say one, give them space. Say one, give them space. Say one, and then eventually they'll be heard and feel good and move on yeah. and want to eat your chips. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you know what I think is magical about that is because what a lot of guys do is 
they they want to be supportive and they are supportive in their minds, but they're trying to get to the bottom of it. So even if they're not trying to solve it, they're trying to understand. Yes. And don't don't try and understand us. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't think there's a saying that you should listen for understanding. I don't think so. I think in this case you listen for support. Yeah, I think I I often listen to hear the emotion. So obviously, you know, um, when you do complain to me about me, uh, um, sometimes I'm often, you know, trying to think of solutions or try to understand it, whatever. But then I'm like, okay, well, what's the what's the most important thing? And it's like if you're feeling some negative emotion, no matter what I've done wrong or right or whatever, I don't want you feeling that negative emotion. So if you're feeling not supported by me, um, whether I did everything I could in my power to support you or not is irrelevant. The the fact that you're feeling not supported, I care about that because I want you to feel supported. And so I, I, when I'm controlled (laughs) and I'm not always controlled, but when I'm controlled, I listen for the emotion you're feeling. And then I go, okay, well, I need to acknowledge that emotion and share with you that I don't, I don't want you feeling like, you know, that's not my aim. And I want you to feel, you know, good. And I want you to feel supported. So at least we can connect on that level because we both have that desire. I want you to feel supported. You want to feel supported. All the rest of it, whether I said this or whatever, it's all detail. Yeah. And less important. Yep. So that detail and that drama is less important. And when you're in that detail and drama, uh, she she won't feel supported mm. until she's you know she's she's got it all out and and I I love what Carmen said she you know space those comments out and then yeah. you know and you could say something at the you know towards the end like you know how can I support you yeah once she's had a chance you know to give her then then you could move more into solution mode but let her vent for as as long as she needs to yeah. Yeah, and and it feels like it's going forever when it's happening, but like it's usually only five minutes, guys. Like, you know, if if you do it well and you don't argue and you don't get into the detail and you just say those three lines they gave you, you know, it doesn't actually last that long. Yeah. Oh my god! Next time you do it, Carmen. <laughs> well, I see. I'm now more in what formula I'm using on her. I know. I know. It all becomes apparent. I've told, I've told my secrets. I know. So what else you guys might want to know about a woman? Um, I think you already know this, but I do want to say it, that um, a woman dressing in a sexy manner does not mean that she wants sex with you or at all. Yeah. So, um, like, it's so, the, the fact that you guys are listening to this podcast, like, I know you're not one of these guys, you know, where you see, the traditional, not traditional, some of those comments like, oh, she was asking for it or when a woman is sexually assaulted, you know, the the question is what was she wearing as if that's got anything to do with anything. Mm. Um, So it's just something to to really remember that, um, you know, she's doing it to to feel sexy and to feel good about herself. Yeah. And she might want you to look at her. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it just doesn't, it doesn't automatically mean sex. For sure. Okay. I think there's enough about that one. Now, um, Carmen, you had a really interesting one to finish off with. Yeah. So I think this one's a little bit more serious than some of the other ones we've gone through, 
But um, women, they're, they're always thinking about their physical safety. So that's something I think a lot of men are often aren't thinking about. But if we're walking along the street or like last night I was thinking, oh, do I go for a walk in the dark or not? You know, do I put my headphones in if I'm going for a walk in the dark? Um, am I going to have this guy pick me up on his way to the restaurant or am I going to meet him there? Um, all those things, like we're, we're considering our physical safety. And I, I, I think that's just useful for men to be aware of. Yeah. And so in terms of that awareness, you know, what does it mean for you? Well, you want her to feel comfortable. So Carmen's comment about meeting at the restaurant or picking her up, maybe you could ask her what she'd prefer. Yeah. In that, in that circumstance, especially if she doesn't know you. And I sound like I'm contradicting myself because before I said, oh, the guy, he picked me up and whatever. But I'd met him before and, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You know. And, and in this example, um, you know, the, the guy was being really directive, which I liked. He said, look, I'll meet you at the, I'll pick you up. I'll meet you at this restaurant, at, you know, at this time. And I just said to him, yep, sounds good. Slight tweak. I'll meet you there. And so he accepted oh, he did. That. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and you know what happens for me sometimes? I go walking along. It just depends how I'm feeling. And if it's at night and I'm passing someone, I sort of have this flash. It's like one of those movies where they have this flash around what, you know, in their brains about what could happen. Mm. And then I have this flash of him, you know, like attacking me or whatever, and it doesn't happen. I just walk yeah. straight past. Mm. And I'm pretty confident. I mean, I walked at night through COVID, through the whole of COVID. Yes. Um, and when there was hardly anybody about. So I'm pretty confident, but it's still there, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm pretty confident as well, but there are places in my suburb that I won't walk, walk at nighttime. Um, I usually don't use my headphones at nighttime. Um, if I'm feeling a little bit icky, sometimes I even walk in the middle of the road. I do that all the time. Yeah. There's a street here in Richmond and I um, always go, well, this, there's too many trees around. Yes. There's hardly any street lights. It's so dark. I just go right in the middle of the road. Yeah, so we, so we sometimes think it's safer to walk in the middle of the road in the, in the dark than to, you know. Yeah, and so it's just something that we're, we're just aware of all the time. Yeah, it's probably something. Yeah, so it's just something interesting to know yeah. um, about women. So there you have it, a, a, quite a few insights about um, about women and what my, men, you as men, might be interested to know. <laughs>